Welcome to the Raiders Insider Podcast on NBCSportsCalifornia.com. Introducing your host, Oakland Raiders Insider, Scott Baer. Welcome, everybody, to the latest edition of the Raiders Insider Podcast. I'm your host, NBC Sports Bay Area Raiders Insider Scott Baer, and my feature guest this week is Carl Joseph, who's had a really interesting offseason. For obvious reasons, on the field, working with John Gruden, new coordinator Paul Gunther, and secondary coach Derek Ansley. But also what he did before the offseason program started is really what I wanted to talk to Carl Joseph about because he returned to the place of his birth. He returned to Haiti where he lived for 11 years and really got a chance to give back with fellow NFL players in a group that was led by former Seahawks defensive lineman Cliff Averill. And this wasn't just a situation where Carl Joseph lent his name to a charity fundraiser type of event. Carl Joseph really got his hands dirty. He helped build a school. He helped improve a health clinic. He did a football camp and he talked about issues important to him and the Haitian people with the Haitian president himself. It was an all-encompassing week plus where he also got a chance to visit the house that he grew up in. And it's a really powerful story that Carl tells from the time that he was born through when his parents moved to Orlando and really kind of gave him an opportunity to gain all of the accolades athletically that he's been able to achieve not only as a prep star in Orlando as a college star in West Virginia and as a first round draft pick now with the Oakland Raiders. And it's very clear when you listen to this that Carl has great perspective because he realizes that his play on the field is linked to what he's able to do for Haiti. The better he plays, the more name recognition he has. It elevates his platform to be able to talk about his native land, to be able to bring awareness to their causes. And he talks about wanting to build his own foundation to do exactly what Cliff Averill has been doing for for so many years and really continue to give back. That is a very strong connection. You will hear the passion that he has when he talks about Haiti, when he talks about his commitment to Raiders football, to improving things. Because as he says in this interview, from a football perspective, he hasn't even scratched the surface. My guest on the Raiders Insider Podcast is Raiders safety Carl Joseph, who now that we're into the throes of the OTAs and he's focused on football, but before that happened, you you took time out to go visit Haiti, where you were born, where so much of your family is, and really got a chance to do a lot of cool things down there. I guess, uh, tell me how you got involved with uh, Cliff, Cliff Averill. Uh, went down there kind of on a charity mission. How did you get involved going down there, and what was the experience like, uh, you know, generally speaking? Uh, um, well, when uh, Cliff told me about it, um, I know what I've heard about what he's been doing. You know, I saw some of the work he, he's done out there and uh, for the past couple of years. And, uh, you know, when actually Marshawn told me about it initially during the season, um, this past season, he told me he was going out there. And um, I told him I was definitely interested in going back. Um, and then Cliff uh, got in contact with me, told me he'd think it would be pretty cool if I came. And, man, I was excited. I was excited to be a part of it. Um, 
I knew uh, the work they're doing out there is great, and the people out there love them and appreciate it. And there was a chance for me to go back home and, and uh, support, you know, where I came from. You know, you, you did some really cool things when you were down there. And just for those of you guys listening to this podcast at home, I almost recommend that you dial up your phone or your computer and go to Instagram, K underscore Joseph 42, and you can see a lot of things that we're talking about. So many cool posts that you had of you building a school, uh, of you working at a football camp, camp, helping out with a health clinic, all those types of things, that people can really kind of see what we're talking about. But given that, you know, you got to go down there, what what were some of your favorite parts of the experience, really kind of doing some charitable stuff there, really getting involved with a lot of kids who are in need of some help? Oh, man, it's hard to even pick one one specific thing, but the whole trip, man, was special. Um, You know, I think interacting with the kids at the camp probably had to be the best time I had, you know, um, just to see the smile on their face, how much fun they were having. Um, I think that was special. That was not English. You were speaking to those kids in, in <laughs> no. those videos. It's obviously it's a French-speaking country. And yeah. Something a, a little different, something you're clearly fluent in, be, yeah. given that you live there for so long. Exactly. Uh, well, it's Creole. <laughs> um, I'm pretty still pretty... Uh, still pretty fluent in Creole, uh, speaking at home with my mom and pops and, you know, family. Um, you know, I've learned French, you know, you speak French in school growing up in Haiti. Uh, kind of lost touch of that a little bit, but sure. I'm still pretty fluent in, with, with Creole. Give the listeners and some Raiders fans some background. So you were born in Haiti. Yeah. yeah. And then you lived there for how long? And, and then you moved to Orlando. I lived there up when? until I was 11. Uh-huh. Came over to the United States to uh, move to Orlando, Florida with my mother when I was 11. Mm-hmm. Going on 12. So, yeah. And then you, this isn't like your first time back. I mean, most people know that you spent your draft day experience yeah, down there yeah. with some of your family. How often do you get back? And how important is it for you, somebody with roots there yeah. in a country that needs help, for you to go back there and be able to give back, that you're in a position to give back to a place that you know so well, that you know the struggles that, uh, that they have? Um, I mean, it means the world to me. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a... Uh I mean, it's special, man. Um, I always tell people, uh, I've told my mom this uh, plenty of times before, uh, you know, I think football is my platform to be able to go back and, and get yeah. back there. I think that's that's ultimately that's my my purpose in, in life, you know, to be able to, uh, you know, make this a platform for me to be able to uh, shine the light on some of the stuff out there and uh, give back. So um, anytime I get a chance to go back, um, I take it, uh, go back with my family, see some of the family. That was, you know, that was a critical part of my life, you know, growing up. So, um, it's it's a special place to me, man. I, I hope I can keep going back every year with Cliff, and you know, eventually build my own uh, foundation and do some of my own things out there as well. And this isn't the type of thing where, and there's nothing wrong with it, but sometimes athletes they can give their name to something and then yeah. you raise money. Yeah. You putting on the gloves. You were nah. digging <laughs> trenches. Yeah, exactly. You, you were building things yeah. to be able to be that hands-on with it. Yeah. Um, that that must have been pretty gratifying too. That oh, yeah. you're not just saying here's some like here's a check, go do something with it. That you're yeah. you were really involved. Exactly. Um, that's that's one of the main reasons I was excited to go uh, tag along with Cliff. You know, because um, I like I said I've seen some of the work he done out there, and um, when he when he told me about it and told me what exactly they were gonna be uh, doing out there, I was excited, man. You know. Like you said, a lot of people just go out there or put their name on stuff, but not too many people really want to go out there and uh, you know and interact with the people and uh, really get their hands dirty. So that was special. 
you met the president. Yeah. The yeah. president of Haiti. Yeah. Seemed like you guys had like a, a dialogue. What was that yeah. experience like? What did you guys talk about? Oh man, we uh, we got a chance to actually go and sit in his office and, and talked about some issues that you know that concerned us. Um, being from there, being Haitian. Sure. Um, uh, so uh, we got to talk to him for a good hour and a half in his office about certain issues and some of his plans he got uh, going for the country to make the country better. So, no, nah, it was a wonderful opportunity, man. I was just so grateful to be a part of it. And at some point d during the trip, that was about a week, right? Yeah, um, yeah. That, that you got to go to Jacques Mel, which yeah. is My where hometown. you were from. Yeah. And again, I cannot emphasize enough to see the visual of you know Carl and some of his family being able to go into a house that you grew up in yeah. which that's easy to say and then people might not have a good image of the fact that yeah. that house wasn't very big and <laughs> it's been run down a no, bit since exactly. you guys were yeah, there yeah. to you know to have the luxuries that not only that you have now but yeah. that you had in Orlando when you yeah. were growing up in high school and at West Virginia when you were in college uh, to go back there and to experience that like what's that like for you to have oh, the man. memories there and to know where you've where you are now it, it keeps me grounded um, that was one of the main reasons I wanted to go back for my draft party um, but like I said anytime I get a chance to go back um, I take it uh, it helps keep me grounded and appreciate some little things in life like you know, the luxury of certain like you said certain things we get over here um, we're gonna take advantage of but also makes me uh, you know hungry you know make me want to work harder to uh, to be able to come back, like I said, and uh, give back to my country. So um, every time I go back, man, it's always bring back the memories and, and make me like, kind of like a restart, re reset button for me to yeah. kind of come back, you know, feel grounded and um, just come back and get ready to work. And it, I think the American perception a lot is what they see on the news yeah. after a tragedy yeah. or something like that, yeah. that there's, you do need a lot of help there, but it's yeah. also, there's yeah. some beautiful places that it you is. went that yeah. some people may overlook yeah. that aspect of it. Are there areas of that, what do you want people to know about, you know, growing up there? And maybe, you know, it's, yeah. obviously there's a lot of good memories yeah. for you, a lot of good experiences there. Yeah, I think the, the thing that people, like you said, people see is stuff they see on the news, you know, um, that it's a, you know, it's not a safe country. Um, um, you know, poverty, um, which, you know, the, some of that stuff is, is true. You know, every country has its faults, you know, um, it definitely uh, has its poverty and uh, it's a poor country, you know, but um, what people don't get to see is the beautiful parts of it um, yeah. and the people. You know, the people are so great, such great people, hardworking people, um, you know, very inviting. They're going to welcome you with open arms and, uh, you know, and uh, it's not, it's not, as bad as some people think it right. is, you know, it's it's not it's safe, you mm -hmm. know. Some people say, oh, you know, I'd be scared to go there. Um, I talked to my teammates, and after that trip, you know, everybody tell me, man, I want to go with you next year. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I love that, you know, just to take them and, and show them what people don't get to see. So, um, yeah, so I think that was one of the best, also one of the best parts of the trip because um, we had some people with us. Um, that invested with Cliff um, to be able to show them some of the parts that need help but also show them some parts that you know you can really go out there and take a vacation with your family oh, and, sure. and stuff like that so which in a cool. way helps you know yeah. the tourism there exactly can help, uh, can help as well on your left shoulder I think there's 
there's a part of the Haitian flag, yeah. correct? Well, both, I mean, both on, of them. On, on yeah. both shoulders. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's a commitment, you know. But it yeah. kind of speaks to the fact I'm that you're proud of that, that you're proud, proud of exactly. Your roots, that, you know, that's very proud. Um, I think that's something I get from my, you know, from my family. You know, my. Uh, for my mom, my mom and dad, you know, they're both very proud people. You know, my mom especially, uh, you know, she's always instilled that in me, um, how proud she was. Um, and, you know, that rubbed off on me, you know, being from there, growing up there. Um, I know how hardworking those people are, and I'm very proud of my roots. Yeah, and and it, you kind of said this already, but to now maybe the, the next step is to be that ambassador to get exactly, more yeah. people to realize what you realize. It, yeah. do, you, do you think that's an important part of, of the course, work as of well? Of course, of um, course. You know, um, and it's me. I got to continue to do my part, you know, on the field, using this as my platform and, and also being able to use that to shine the light on that, um, yeah. you know, to be able to be an ambassador uh, for, for my country, country I grew up in, that would be an amazing uh, opportunity. You know, and I, I guess that's a that's a good transition to just a, a couple football questions yeah. here. Just that now you guys are in the middle of OTAs, you have a mini camp coming up, and you're starting to get used to what is a new coaching staff, yeah. a vocal bunch, and a new scheme. You got Reggie Nelson back. You got a new yeah. guy, Marcus Philchrist. What do you think of of the coaching staff, how they're structuring things. Is there a, is there a buzz for what they want to do with you and what you guys can do as a secondary? Man, I, I love it, man. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's been great so far. Um, I think where we are at right now, compared to where we were a year ago, it's, it's like night and day. The competition um, between everybody just in the deep, uh, defensive back room alone is uh, way up from where it was last year. Yeah. Um, guys are competing. Think the the coaching staff are really tight knit where they it's, it's not too many gray areas and what they're coaching. You know, it's uh, everybody's on the same page. Um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see where where we at and uh, we got a long ways to go, but I think we had on the right right track for sure. And as a West Virginia alum, you know Daryl Worley is probably longer than most people in this yeah, building. Yeah. Uh, give us a little scouting report on Daryl Ward. I mean, we all know that the guy can play. He can play, yeah. What's he like uh, as a guy? Are you stoked to uh, have him in this locker room? Yeah, I'm excited, man. Uh, when Coach Gruen asked me, uh, you know, uh, what you think about this guy, I was like, yeah, that's that's my brother, man. Yeah. You know, uh, we played almost all our years in college together, and, uh, you know, so I know what he's like. I know what he's going to bring to the as far on the football field, and he's, he's a great kid off, off the field as well. So, you know, um, everybody make mistakes, and uh, I'm just so happy that, uh, you know, he was able to get another opportunity here mm -hmm. and, you know, right right by my side. So I'm, I'm excited. Any kind of – you have a couple more OTAs left. You have another mini camp and then some time off. Yeah. Uh, you know, do you feel kind of confident heading into that kind of uh, the dead period? There's been a lot of good work done. And just for you personally, uh, you've shown and flashed a lot of excellent play here. But do you feel like you're ready that there's another step Oh, man. I, I don't even feel like I've scratched the surface yet. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have so much more room for improvement in almost every area of my game. Um, I think uh, I've improved. As far as the mental part, this offseason, learning this new defense, um, I think we came a long way as a, as a group and me personally. Um, but uh, I'm going to continue to use this, uh, you know, every practice, especially this off time we get before camp to keep getting better, man. I have, I feel like I have uh, such high expectations for myself, and um, I'm, exci I'm excited about this season, man. Um, 
people haven't really even seen the real Carl Joseph yet. Yeah. So I'm excited. Um, I'm hungry. Uh, I think we're hungry as a defense, and uh, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm really excited about the way this team's looking, the coaching staff, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good season for the Raiders. That's awesome, Carl Joseph. Thank you so much for the time. And again, I cannot emphasize enough. Go to his Instagram page, see everything that he did there. Go to Cliff Averill's page, yep, see how you yep. can get involved. Five bucks is a big deal. Just yep. any way that you can contribute, I think, is an important thing. Uh, supporting that is supporting Carl. And obviously, thank you so much for the time. And we'll catch up with you closer to camp. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks to everyone for downloading and listening to this week's edition of the Raiders Insider Podcast, and a very special thank you to Carl Joseph for taking the time out during a busy portion of his offseason to talk Raiders football and a transformative experience where he got to go back to Haiti and really connect and give back to a place that means so much to him. You have been listening to the Raiders Insider Podcast, and if you haven't already, please visit Apple Podcasts or Google Play to subscribe. And if you like our podcast, give us a rating and a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at MBCS Authentic. We'll be back next week with another great guest. Thank you all for listening to the Raiders Insider Podcast. Raiders Insider Podcast on NBCSportsCalifornia.com.